Hey there, welcome to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Long, business coach for nutritionists. I help nutritionists just like you create and launch their business and sign their first high paying client. In this podcast, you'll learn practical strategies to start and grow your nutrition business that you can implement right away. You'll also hear from a ton of guests who have started their own thriving nutrition businesses and share what they've learned throughout their journey. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. Now, today we're going to dig into talking about workshops and what you really need to think about when it comes to planning your first or your second or your third nutrition workshop, Um, you know, what topic to choose, what type of workshop to run, the pricing, the marketing, there are a lot of things that we do need to consider. And whether, like I said, this is your first one and you're brand new and you don't know where to start, or maybe you've run a few, but you know that you can fine tune those details, this episode's gonna be for you. Now, before we get started with talking about the workshops, I did want to let you guys know that my membership, Next Level Nutrition Biz Collective, is now open for enrollment. Now, this is a monthly membership that is going to give you the support you need to grow your nutrition business through high-level trainings, meaning we're digging deep into one area of your nutrition business every month, like marketing, sales, running discovery calls, creating your nutrition programs, running online workshops. There's so many things that we're going to cover in these trainings, and that's only one element of the membership. You also, every month, get an action guide to put everything you're learning into practice. You get a Q&A coaching call with me as a group where you're going to be able to ask your questions about the training and get specific feedback on your nutrition business. So this is a place for you to ask your questions, troubleshoot what's going on and get the support you need to work through some of those kinks to bring your business to the next level. Lastly, you get uh, access to a Facebook group, which is a community for you to get support and build a community, build referrals, um, do collaborations with other nutritionists, and just build that community to really help you put what you're learning into action, have that support system, and really push yourself to that next level. Now, if this membership sounds like something you want to be a part of and you're listening to this before May 25th, there is a special founders pricing going on until May 25th. So you can get in for $27 a month and I would love to have you. Now, if this is after May 25th, don't worry, you can still join and I would absolutely love to invite you into the membership and you can find all of the details at stephanielong.ca slash membership. I really hope you guys can join me. I would love to see you in there and I know it's going to really help your nutrition business. Okay, so let's dig into today's content all about the five steps you need to take to plan your workshop. Now, we could go into so much detail here because there's so many elements of planning a workshop, but I wanted to just come to you with the most important ones, the ones you should really be focusing on and thinking about. And then every time you run a workshop, you're just gonna learn more details and start to refine the process. But these are really the essential things you need to do to run that first or second or third workshop for your community and for your audience. Now, the first thing you're going to want to think about, and this might seem a little obvious, um, we really want to put quite a bit of thought into the topic. Now, the topic's important because number one, 
This is the content you're going to be sharing. Number two, this is what's going to either engage that person to say, yes, I want to come to that workshop or maybe feel like, no, that's not really for me. So we want to obviously create a topic that's going to draw people in. And third, we want to make sure that whatever the topic is, is very easy to understand. It's not overwhelming. We're not trying to teach this person or this group of people everything they need to know about a topic um, like nutrition. You know, that's a very broad topic. How can we break it down to be digestible and easy for people to understand? And then if it's something more advanced, like let's say digestion, that's a topic you choose. Maybe we break that down further to the top five um, digestion friendly foods that people need to eat. And that's what you're talking about. And then in your second workshop, maybe you do a follow-up and maybe you talk more about different lifestyle techniques for digestion. So what I'm trying to say here is you don't have to add every single thing into your workshop and you really shouldn't because, you know, if you are um, putting too much content in and trying to cover too many different topics, you're going to end up overwhelming people. So my advice for you is to pick one topic. If you're not sure what topic to choose you could pull your audience you could ask um, your social media followers you could ask people on instagram or facebook and do a little poll or if you don't have an audience yet you could ask your friends and family you know when you think of nutrition or when you need support with nutrition what comes to mind and maybe they're going to tell you digestion or hormones Um, you know you can really dig a bit deeper and ask them if i was to run a workshop what would you want me to run a workshop on so Again, if you don't have a topic in mind, that doesn't mean you can't run one. I would just pull your audience or pull your um, kind of people that are around you, your friends and family, and ask them their advice for what they want to learn about. But the topic is important because this is going to be that thing, the ultimate driver, if they're going to come into the workshop or not. Um, So not to put too much pressure on yourself, but we want to make sure it's engaging. So instead of keeping things really broad like i said like um, introduction to nutrition that might not engage people the same way of like like i said top five tips for better digestion or um, making it really actionable and approachable we also want it to be very practical so maybe you would run something like how to shop the grocery store in under 30 minutes um, or how to stock your pantry or how to create a meal plan so it could be a real like hands-on kind of like practical nutrition focus one or a more educational workshop and we will talk in a second about types of workshops and what it could look like but with the topic we just want it to be so understandable that when someone reads online or sees a flyer in person um, hey there's a workshop going on they know exactly what it's going to be about and there's no questions there so just make it very straight to the point something easy for them to understand and something exciting that people actually want to come to Now, the second thing you want to decide is the location of this workshop. Is it going to be online or is it going to be offline, like in person? So there's a few things to consider here. If you're running an online workshop, this might be something like you might call it workshop. You might call it webinar. You might call it a training or a masterclass. Like you can, there's lots of different terminologies you can use for this. But if you're running it online, you're going to want to figure out what platform you're going to be running this um, online session in. So you might be running this on Zoom. That would be a great uh, platform for you to use. But just so you know, if you are running this as like a group kind of session, or a workshop, you're going to want to pay for the upgraded version of Zoom so that you can have multiple people on the call at once. But again, this is a low cost way to run your own workshop online. 
You can also set up the event or the workshop on Eventbrite. So eventbrite.com and you can actually set up your tickets there. You can charge a fee or have it be free. Um, you can put all of your information there. It's a really great website to use to structure um, and organize your workshop. And then after you had people, you know, pay for their tickets or grab their tickets off of Eventbrite, you would send them an email with a link to the Zoom session to join at the later date. Now, if you wanted this just to be a free workshop, you could do it online on Facebook as like a Facebook Live. Um, there's many different ways you could run this. But again, if you want it to be a more paid format, um, I would suggest using Eventbrite and then um, running it through Zoom. Now, if you're going to run an in-person event, this is a little bit different. This is going to look like you running it at an actual venue. So the venue could be a health food store. It could be a community center. It could be at a mom's group, at some kind of sports um office location like maybe you're doing a training for like athletes or something like that um, it could be at a friend's house there's many different places you could do an in-person workshop like the you can be so creative the places you could show up and run like a little info session or a workshop for a little group of people um, so there's no shortage of ideas there but when it comes to that in-person workshop you want to make sure that you still have a way to charge for tickets or or put free tickets out there so if if you're doing it at a health food store they might actually take care of that for you you want to make sure that um, you have an actual venue and location so whether that's a paid or a free one you want to make sure it's set up um, and has all of you know let's say it's a cooking class you want to do make sure it has the appliances you need um, and everything that you need is available there and then you want to make sure that there's some marketing going on because if you're running an online workshop you can market online but an in-person one although you can still market online for it like through social media you're going to also want to do some in-person marketing so that might be putting up posters getting the health food store to promote for you um, word of mouth through friends and family uh, so that is one aspect again if you're doing in person you want to make sure that the word is spreading and that might be through different modes like posters and a more um grassroots approach. So in the end, whether you choose online or offline, make sure that it's going to be easy for your audience to join in, um, make it super approachable for them, make it very welcoming, um, and have it be a place where they can come and feel part of the community. So again, if it's an online setting, even when people are coming into your online Zoom meeting, welcome them in, make them feel comfortable. Or if they're coming to an in-person location, we also want to do the same. Um, and and there's lots of fun ways we can make people feel welcome in an in-person setting, like leaving them a little um, workbook or some kind of goodies on their seat or, you know, having them uh, fill out a little survey when they come in or having like a little icebreaker. So again, whatever the location is, just make sure everybody there feels comfortable and ready to learn. Now, the third thing you want to think about is the type of workshop that you want to offer. So this by this, I mean, you know, is this going to be an informative workshop where it's more educational, you in front of the audience talking everything out, and it's a more of a teaching workshop. 
Or is this going to be more of a hands-on workshop where maybe you're teaching them some concepts like um, digestion support and you're teaching them about lemon water and then you're going to add a hands-on portion where they're getting in and they're cutting open the lemons and they're squeezing the lemons in and making it an interactive workshop. Um, So you can decide, you know, is it just you teaching? Is there hands-on elements? Um, Do you have some kind of slides that they're following along with or do they have a handout? Again, there's so many different ways you could run this, but we really want to make sure that whatever type of workshop we're doing, it's going to really suit that group of people. So if you, if you know that the people coming in are coming in to learn about food and meal planning and prepping, it might be best to have some kind of hands-on aspect, even if it's a game or some kind of activity, just so they feel engaged and so that the information is kind of um being received a little bit more than just information, you know, being taught to them. We want them to feel like they're collaborating as well. So even if it is like an informative, more educational workshop, do think about the elements you can add in to make it more interactive or to make it more fun for people. And if you're choosing to do a hands-on food workshop, this will obviously come with more, um, organizational things because you're going to need room for everyone to move around, different supplies, different kitchen utensils and appliances. So that's something you will want to think about as well. Um, But you'll also want to think about how to logistically have everyone do a hands-on workshop. So this is just food for thought. Obviously, the topic of planning a workshop goes a little bit more in advance, but I just want you guys to start thinking about, you know, I'm picking my topic, I'm picking my location, but also how am I going to teach this? What's it going to look like? How am I going to engage people and get them excited to learn? So type of workshop is very important as well. Now, the fourth thing that we want to focus on here is setting a price for the workshop or making the workshop free. So this is really going to come down to what is the purpose of the workshop? If your purpose right now is to grow your audience, to get as many people in the seats um, or online seats and to really just like provide free information um, to build your community, then you might want to consider doing a free workshop. Now, You can still do a paid workshop, even if you want to build your community, but just know that if there's a price attached, you might get less people in and that's totally fine. At the end of the day, you need to know what your priority is. And right now you might financially want to charge a price to cover expenses or cover the room cost or the online programs you're using to run this workshop. And at the end of the day, you're allowed to charge. It's okay to charge. And in fact, we need to make sure we're paying ourselves. So you don't have to do everything for free. But if you also want to try a free one out to get more bums in the seats and really create excitement and buzz um, and do that free one first, and that maybe leads to a paid one down the road, that's totally fine too. But you need to uh, figure out what you want to do with this workshop, what the reasoning is behind it, and if it makes the most sense to do a free version or a paid version. And then, like I mentioned earlier, figuring out how to accept payment or um, give out these tickets, maybe through something like Eventbrite, where again, they're paying for the ticket or for the entry. They're getting this either virtual or actual ticket to join you in person. Or if it's free, you still probably want to go through something like Eventbrite to have them still sign up for the ticket um, because 
you know, you still want to make sure at the end of the day, people are accountable to showing up, even if it's free. We want to make sure we've got those bums in the seats, like I said before. So really setting that pricing um, structure or having it free, but doing it in a way that um, is really thoughtful about, you know, why are you running this workshop to begin with? Is it to make some financial gain right now? Or is it to grow the audience and then choosing which model you might do from that place? Now, the last thing I wanted to mention for um, planning your workshop is the marketing piece. Now, this is a big one, and this is one that I see, you know, some people, I hate to say it, but falling a little bit flat on. And what I mean by this is they put all the work into organizing their workshop, getting really excited about it, maybe telling a few people, posting once about it on Instagram or Facebook, and then having a few signups and never talking about it again, never re-engaging people or reminding people or marketing to people that this workshop is still gonna happen. Now, don't do that. Don't just say it once and then assume that everyone's heard about it and never mention it again. We really need to market our workshop throughout you know the maybe two to three weeks before the workshop to ensure that people who are a little bit motivated to you know jump on and grab a ticket at the beginning have the opportunity to do so but those who wait a little bit longer maybe wait till the last minute or want to see what their plans are to see if they can make it we want to also remind them to give them the opportunity to jump on board and come to the workshop as well so this means planning out a i would say two to three week um kind of strategy or launch for this workshop where you're talking about it and introducing it. Um, you're getting people in and then maybe you're even doing like a small mini training on the topic. So again, let's say this is a workshop on the top five digestion tips. You might just do a little training on Instagram or Facebook or on your newsletter um, about one tip that you would share to boost digestion. And you could say for the other four tips, make sure you come to the workshop on X date at X location and give all the details. So don't just feel like you always have to say, come to my workshop, come to my workshop. You can give value and give some educational pieces to them to show them what's in store if they come to the actual full workshop. But we need to be marketing throughout this time frame. We need to be giving them a little bit of details. Um, and then we need to do it right up until the workshop because like I said, there's some people who will decide to come last minute and we usually wanna give them an opportunity to come on board as well. So the places you wanna be thinking about marketing are obviously social media. So on your Instagram or on your Facebook, um, to your newsletter list if you have one you know sending an email there because you might assume that people saw your post on Facebook but they might not have so following up by email um, another thing you might want to look into this might be more down the road after you've run some workshops and have them under your belt you might want to think about running something like a Facebook ad or if this is an in-person workshop maybe an ad in a local paper or putting some posters up in store, um, but we do wanna promote it potentially down the road in an ad format, especially if you're trying, you're doing this for free and you're trying to get a lot of bums in the seats, you might wanna test out ads. Now, there was an episode I did a while back with Melissa Litchfield all about Facebook ads. You'll, you're gonna wanna listen to that one. She's the queen. I don't know a ton about Facebook ads, um, so you'll wanna listen to that to really figure out how to even run an ad if that's something you wanna do here. Um, another way you might be able to market if you are doing this as an in-person event 
Ask the venue to promote for you. So especially if this is something like a health food store, ask them to promote it. Ask them to send a newsletter to their list, to put a poster up in store. Or if this is a, um, a workshop you're doing with like friends and family or maybe a mom's group, ask them to spread the word. Um, maybe send a little email saying, can you share this with your friends and family and just get the ball rolling that way. And people are usually really willing to pitch in and share if you ask them to. But again, we don't want to leave this to the last minute and say, hey, the workshop's happening on Friday and it's Monday. We want to give people, like I said, about two to three weeks to kind of get on board and make sure that they're scheduling themselves out to be able to attend. Now, those are the five steps I would recommend. Again, picking a really concise and clear topic, picking a location, either online or offline. Uh, deciding the type of workshop you're going to run, like informative, educational, hands-on, make it really exciting for people. We want to set a price or we want to make this free depending on the purpose of running the workshop. And then we want to make sure we're marketing it consistently uh, beforehand, not just saying it once that there's tickets available. We want to follow up with people and give them the opportunity a few times to grab their ticket. Now, there's many more steps that you're going to need to take to plan your workshop. And unfortunately, I can't fit them all in today. I wish I could, but I'm trying to make these episodes a little bit shorter and more digestible for you guys. Um, so please remember that this is a starting place. You could run a really successful workshop based on what I've mentioned here. But if you feel like you need to dig a little bit deeper and learn a little bit more in terms of how to create the content of a workshop, how to price it specifically for your audience, and how to think through all of the elements that you might need to run that, like I said, first, second, or third successful workshop. Um, I am doing that as the first training in the membership. So the training is how to run an online workshop. We are going to cover all of the elements. You're going to get tech trainings and really see how to structure and run that first successful workshop. Now, I didn't even mention in this episode up until this point that that was a really big portion of my nutrition business, running workshops, building big audiences of people, um, creating engagement, having people sign up from my for my newsletter list from my workshops. That was a really big way for me to grow my nutrition business. And I don't want you guys to miss out because workshops are a great way to grow your community and make more of a connection with your audience. So if you want to learn how to do this in more detail, I would love for you to join the membership. That's going to be the training at the first week of June. And I'd be so excited for you to join. Again, you can look up stephanielong.ca slash membership to join. Alrighty guys, thank you for joining today. I really loved sharing this content with you. If you run your first workshop, please tag me on Instagram, stephanielong.ca. Let me know. I will be your cheerleading squad. I will be there to hype you up and get you excited to run your workshop. Um, or let me know if you've already run it and I will celebrate with you because it's a big accomplishment. All right, you guys, take care and I will talk with you soon. Thanks for listening in. If you like this episode, feel free to leave us a review, share the episode with a friend or take us on social media. Catch you next time.